You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. It's episode 18 of The Boost with Andrea Brognano, founder and CEO of Achieve with Andrea. Let's go. All right. Welcome to The Boost, conversations with people promoting mental health. And this is episode 18. And I'm delighted to be here with Andrea Brognano from Achieve with Andrea. She's the founder and CEO of that organization. She started in 2021. She's got a great story to to tell, and we're going to get into it. Um, Andrea, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm doing really well. Summer's flying on by as it is for everyone else, I'm sure. Um, But I'm doing I'm doing really well. How about you? I am doing fabulous. Yeah, the summer has been, you know, like we haven't taken a summer vacation or anything this year. I've been absolutely focused on shipping this Mm -hmm. conference that happens in late September. And you're going to be a part of it. You're talking about how to show up on social authentically, which is, I mean, talk about right in your wheelhouse. You're going to hit a home run with that presentation. Um, and, uh, and thank you for doing that. Thank you for doing this show. Um, you have big plans and, uh, we're just, yeah. we're just going to roll right into it. I've got some questions yeah. for you, but you, you're getting married a couple yeah. weeks after the conference. And I'm just so extra grateful that you made time <laughs> for this event with, with big life things on the way for you. <laughs> it's very funny. Cause everyone keeps telling me like, how are you doing that? And you know, if I don't have things in order for the wedding, the wedding's two weeks after the conference. If I don't have it in order, then there's bigger issues at hand. I, I really, I've been very fortunate because everything's been going nice and smooth. I think it's, I'm a planner by nature. So, you know, it's, it's one day out of my entire lifetime. So it's going to be what it's going to be. I'm sure it's going to be beautiful, but I'm very focused on the people that are in the room is what's most important to me. So they all have to just show up two weeks from that day. That's all I'm worried about, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. You seem like somebody who has it all together, has a, a, g- a good <laughs> organized try. plan. Yeah. Yeah. Not I perfect. Try, Nobody's perfect, of course. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it seems like you're an organized person. So um, so let's, let's flow into uh, the two questions we always ask all mm-hmm. our guests, which is the virtual hug and the shameless plug. So the virtual hug is, uh, tell us somebody or something out there that you're thankful for today. You know, I feel like on podcasts, I often focus so much on the business side of things. So today I want to be, I want to shout out my fiance, Jared, because I'm very thankful for him. I think with the wedding coming up, the reason that I'm not so worried about being present two weeks before at the conference is I know that he has things handled. I mean, we were sitting doing invitations together, like we handmade them. And I'm very thankful to have him because not everyone has a partner that wants to be involved and he does. So I'm super thankful because I've been able to be very like cool, calm and collected because of him because he has that nature about him. So super, super thankful and grateful for him for sure. That's awesome. Uh, That makes me feel 
extra <laughs> pressure to take you away from Jared and your your responsibilities for even one day. I'm like, we better we better ship a great conference for Andrea. <laughs> He'll be fine. <laughs> you know what? It's I feel I feel bad because he's not able to make it. Otherwise, I would have him coming oh, like yeah. with me to the conference. He's never been to Nashville either. So I've I'm like oh, and I go you know I go once a year. I love Nashville, so I feel so bad. I'm like we'll go again next year. <laughs> like it's okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. We're gonna run it back next year for sure. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> I was yeah. like, you could come. Yeah, yeah. I think you got the priorities in order. Yeah, yeah. the wedding. <laughs> Yeah, he's for doing sure, his work. for sure. <laughs> well, what about the shameless plug? I love that virtual hug. The shameless plug is uh, you're the best person to talk about the great work oh. you're doing. And this show yeah. is about promoting people who are promoting mental health. So um, part of this whole the heart of this podcast is just to shine a light on on what you're doing, people like you. So um, mm -hmm. could you talk a little bit about sort of your entrepreneurial initiatives and, um, you know, any clinical work or whatever you want to brag on for yourself? Yeah, I'll go through like a, a brief bio. So background about me. I started my online telehealth practice in August of 2019, not knowing everyone else would join me in 2020 <laughs> with the pandemic. Um but when I started it, you know, I started utilizing social media as an outlet of just gaining traction because I knew for myself I wanted to grow not just in my clinical space, but outside of the one to one model, too. So I started showing up online and then people started asking me questions about like, well, how do I use social media and what do I do? And, you know, in school, they teach you not to be on social media as a therapist. Um, so I created Achieve with Andrea, where I have a membership for therapists and coaches to learn how to use social media and how to show up authentically. I think as humans, we overthink a lot. Um, so you don't really need to do that on social media. The algorithm and those that are watching really love seeing people just be authentic online, even if it's so much as, I don't know what I'm doing today, but I'm having coffee. Hope you guys are having a good day, right? It's just about showing up and being human. Um, so in my membership, I kind of teach that part in that aspect. And I, I send people prompts of what to share on social media for each day. I find trending real sounds. Um, and I also once a week do like a group coaching call. So I have a membership for that. Um, we also offer in Achieve with Andrea, we offer continuing education courses for therapists. Soon it'll be for social workers too. Um, and then I have some retreats coming up. So some local to me in New Jersey for therapists, um, but in the future, There'll be a few more um, throughout the nation. And those that are local to New Jersey, I have a meetup once a month um, for mental health professionals. So just a few things going on, you know. <laughs> just, a, just a couple of few things. <laughs> but you had the first mover or early mover advantage uh, in 2019 mm -hmm. uh, going going virtual or going telehealth. And then, yeah. I mean, what a you were already set up, you know, other people had to scramble and, and uh go through even just yeah. the change management in their mind to say, oh, is this something I should do? And how am I going to do that? You were already there and rolling. Yeah, I felt, you know, I felt obviously very prepared because we were already online. And, you know, I know we know each other a little well. I am, I never do things by like the standard of what the book <laughs> of operations is and how people do things. So I had actually started not as a solo practice. I started it as a group practice because I knew I wanted to uh, branch out. So I immediately started as a group practice. So I already had myself and my clinicians already set up and like training for people virtually to set up a virtual practice. I knew kind of how to do that already. So there were a lot of people like, 
oh, I need to be telehealth, but now how do I tell my clinicians what to do? You know, um, but I was already there. Fortunately, you, already there. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the book has its place. You know, yeah, um, yep. I was at a I was at a company one time. I'm not going to name any names, but uh, there was this gal who was just just having a really hard time fitting into the culture, and and she's she said, oh, I read I like read the entire handbook, like the employee <laughs> handbook, and I thought. If you need to read the entire employee handbook, <laughs> I don't know. I think this is where be, you, got, yeah. <laughs> you know that's kind of a red flag for me, actually. Um, but but yeah, there are some rules. Like there's like what we teach therapists. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, stay out of the room, stay off social media, or you know, be a be a brand on person, yeah. like a personal brand, but nothing more on social. So you're talk a little bit more about that. Like how, how is showing up authentic, you know, where do you break and bend the rules and, and how do you kind of make the determination? Because obviously you have to stay in some lanes, but you know, talk a little bit more about that. There are pieces. So it's very funny. Cause everyone's like, well, did you start like a new Instagram, for example, to be able to like, have this personal um, one and then a professional one. I was like, honestly, I just turned my personal one into my professional one. There's nothing that's on there that I would be afraid for a client to see because before I'm a clinician, I'm Andrea first. And I understand that when you're in the room with the client, you're there to serve and support them. But I think that there's a piece to it too in now 2023 that some of our clients who are now coming around to understanding it's okay to get mental health they want to know that they're getting that from a human, right? And not just someone that's sitting there, like sitting and diagnosing and going through things. They want like a human connection too. So when I'm showing up on social, there's pieces of things, sure, that I won't share, but I don't know if I would have otherwise anyway, like, you know, um, personal story though, when I did get engaged, um, I had posted that and a client brought that up to me in session and they were like, I saw that you got engaged um, over the weekends. And I said, oh, and you know, yes, I did. I said, but this session isn't about that. It's it's about you. I'm here for you. You know, I just, I want to be transparent. Is seeing something like that, is that detrimental to you? You know, this is your session. She was like, oh no, I just want to say congratulations. And then we moved on, right? Like, I, <laughs> I think that we just overthink things because we were taught so often that we're not supposed to share pieces of our life, you know? Yeah, so. man, I get into some overthinking loops. I mean, that's oh yeah, that's we all a, do. Honestly, the truth. I uh, you're making me think of a, a guest I had on early. His name's yeah. Brian Kramer, and he was doing some sort of TED talk or corporate talk, okay. and he put this slide up, and it said something to the effect of, you know, it's not B to B or B to C anymore. Mm-hmm. It's H to H. It's human to mm-hmm. human, and mm-hmm. he broke down sort of three rules of actually of brands that are the most effective. And one of the rules is uh, imperfection, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's the phrase to err is human. Well, that's true. You know, like humans are imperfect. And if we're expecting some polished uh, version of ourself, we're going to see through that, you know, like a thousand percent, you know, especially in today's age where, it's, it's so much online and yeah, you're always kind of making determinations like, oh, I might filter this out, you know, I don't need to put all the laundry out there. That's probably healthy right. also. Um, but you also had the, the awareness and empathy in the room to say, oh, is this, you know, is this kind of shaking you up the news about my engagement or whatever? And then yeah. you moved on. So. 
Yeah. And I think that that's a big piece of it too, right? Like if a client were to ever, you know, call you out or, or share something that they had seen, it's a matter of bringing it and saying like, how is seeing that going to impact you? Cause this session is about you, right? Like reminding the client of that. And more times than not, the client's like, I just wanted to say it was cool what you shared or something like that. Like they really are not thinking that much about it, you know, as much as we're afraid that we're going to like step on toes, they're, they're really, really not thinking that much about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm that way with a conference. Like I give myself a regular reality check. Like this is not about you. And people are not thinking, uh, you know, as much about all the details as you are. And of course, like I want right. to provide a wonderful yours. experience. Yeah. 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 And there's an yeah. ego part of that. It's like, well, this reflects on me. It's like, well, probably not. Right. People, people are probably going to come to the conference and listen to the speakers. <laughs> <You know? Right. laughs> well, no, me. they all know that you're throwing it, not to put the pressure on you, but they all know that you are, but you're honestly, you're doing a beautiful job. You know, there's so many people that are fighting it and like blending so many worlds even if we all just spoke to each other which we're not there's gonna be a ton of audience members but there's so many worlds that are blending i think it's you know like i said it's amazing what you're doing i'm, I'm very excited for thank it thank you like a lot of helpers i trust i try to be a tool or a vessel like i try to be empty enough to get myself out of the way to do the work mm -hmm. and to allow the magic to happen and yeah. you and i were riffing ahead of this recording mm -hmm. like it's amazing how people have come into my life in the last uh, yeah. especially the last year I've been doing this going on five years. This yeah. will be my fourth conference and yeah. that I've been involved in. And, um, man, it's amazing. Just people fa falling out of the sky and in into conversations and, uh, people like you, we talked early on, yeah. you know, talked about your CE offering and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, so the, the future is like right there. Too. That you and I met because of social media. You know, like we met, I think you and I had met originally LinkedIn. Was How did we, we like, meet? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I think it was LinkedIn that we connected. Someone had tagged me in something that you had, but I think like that goes to show like therapists too, anybody in the mental health space, like it's okay to show up. You will, you never know what's going to come from that. And I think we're all made for more, not that one-to-one -one work isn't important. It's crucial, but there's also a bigger piece and a bigger impact that we can also have when we're showing up as ourselves, more people get the educational pieces from us. And, and it's a, like I said, it's a bigger impact, you know, totally you never know who you're going to connect with. You never know. You never know. Yeah. You, you just introduced me to a couple of names that are just obvious <laughs> powerhouses. I'm like, haven't just haven't met them yet. Part of right. it is, you know, I'm just, I'm just one person, uh, meeting people, but it's, it is the one-to-one -one conversations for me that mm -hmm. are incredibly impactful. Like you, yeah. Like yours and mine. And then, and then you probably in some way connected me with Gabrielle Giuliano Villani. Yeah. So Amazing. Um, oh, we, I love you, her could, so much. you could give us the scoop on her, <laughs> but she was on the podcast last week and uh, it's only fitting. It was totally coincidence, but totally <laughs> fitting that you guys are back to back. Cause it sounds like yeah. you're, uh, you're fat. You got, we're fast friends after a retreat and, uh, yes. and you still know each other. Which we found out about that retreat from social media. Like, this is what I keep telling everybody, you know, everyone gets so negative about it, but there's, there's a power to it too, if you use it the right way. But yeah, Gab and I had met, um, on a retreat and I was telling you, we really don't go. It's very rare that we go a day without speaking to one another. She's just, she is such a light, you know, she really is incredible at what she does. She's so talented. She's so intuitive. She's just really incredible, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, she was a delight to talk with as well. Yeah. Um, so let's focus a little bit on Achieve with Andrea. And 
and help listeners um, sort of fully understand what you're offering and and especially like break down sort of your marketing plan or marketing yeah. approach um, in today's age. What What's working well for you? Kind of give us the scaffolding of how you're driving traction and then and we can kind of go from there. I think a biggest piece for myself for marketing, um, you know, primarily for Achieve with Andrea is the things that I share are educational and like motivational. And it's not always just about what my offerings are. I think that that's super important when you're doing marketing because people then see the value in what it is that you do and know like, oh, they're knowledgeable about this topic. You know, um, I'm heavy on Instagram because I just love it there because it's easier to post there. It's fun to play around with reels on there. It's really important to not overthink reels, like just genuinely have fun with it. I tell people all the time. I mean, today isn't one of those days, but usually I have like a hair washing day of the week is my biggest joke. And those that are in my membership know it. My hair washing day is the same day that I'm filming content and I'll batch create for the week, you know, whatever that's mm -hmm. going to look like. Um, so it's important for me with everything that I have on my plate that I do batch create things and making sure that it's a mix of educational pieces along with once in a while sharing what my offerings are like my membership. So I teach a lot of, a lot of, you know, the people that are in my membership, how to kind of do that and how to stay organized to be able to feel that they could show up. Cause it's really, you know, marketing can be a challenge and it can feel daunting and overwhelming. I don't, you know, I'm not in denial about that, but I think that it could also be fun if you allow it to be, you know, yeah. get out there and play around. If you want to just start dabbling with marketing, I think start playing around with it at first to have fun and just get used to what that can look like, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. One thing that's relieving about that is that a lot of social media or, or marketing is throwaway now, or, mm -hmm. you know, it's like a low, it's like low quality, yep. um, production, um, but it builds up over time. So you look back at somebody's Instagram feed, you know, after hundreds of posts and you're like, wow, this person has really done Over. it. But yeah. you don't necessarily go through every post and say, well, is this one resonate with me? Is this one resonate right. with me? You might, um, right. but it's sort of just the practice of doing it and getting out of our way and not being pressured to feel like an imposter or that my video isn't going to be good enough or my reel isn't going to be polished enough. Right. You're saying just ship it, which just is do it. Just do, do the it. work, ship it, and then don't think about it. Like, just let it go. Do it. I tell everyone all the time. If you're that scared to show up online, listen, I, I call them, I call them the algorithm monsters because I, they're, they're the ones that dictate like what does well, what doesn't do well. Right. Like we, we don't all, we dictate that because we look at all the content, but like the algorithm monsters decide what I tell people all the time is the algorithm wants to see your face at places. It doesn't mean that you have to be up and dancing and pointing and doing all those voiceovers. Take a video of yourself, type it on the computer, get that B-roll footage and then put some overlay over that of important pieces, what is within your niche, right? So if let's say your niche is trauma, three facts about that of you typing on the computer as you're doing research for it, right? Just make it and put it out there. <laughs> Just put it out there, rip off the bandaid because then you'll start to notice, oh, it doesn't need to be this overwhelming and this scary, you know? Yeah. And I love your ratio of, I don't know if you have a specific ratio you follow, but the idea of sharing valuable, educational, entertaining mm -hmm. content most of the time. And then 
you know, I've heard like 70, 20, 10, you know, like 70% yes, yeah. is simply being a human, sharing interesting things. And 20% is maybe pitching and selling. And then 10% is perhaps engaging in comments, which the algorithm monsters also love to see <laughs> right. that kind of back and forth. Yes. And that gets really sticky. But um, I think of it as like going to a party, you know, like yeah. if you're the person at the party, pitching yourself a hundred percent of the time you're gonna say why you're, you're yeah. probably selling insurance or something <laughs> like, and it's not gonna lead to yeah, like so. a lot of <laughs> yeah. those are very smart people by the way it's a very respected yes. profession but you know yeah. you go to those like chamber events and it's like oh that's yeah that's not actually what i want to do here is get a yep. pitch or give a pitch like most of the time i want to talk about what's something interesting about you and uh, and listen to that and rather than you know get pitched on whatever and more more times than not i mean i go to the chamber events all, all the time but more times than not i'm always asking about their personal story because hearing yeah. that personal connection and that background of those people those are the people i'm like oh my gosh like i can't wait to buy or purchase or be a customer then because i know they also give back to the community or they do xyz our profession doesn't need to be much different than that, right? Like we're allowed to be people and show up online and tell our story because a client may want to work with us because they know like, oh, that person has had XYZ happen to them so they can relate on a certain level, right? So mm -hmm. I, I think that that's, that's too why I encourage clinicians to show up online. You, you just never know what that's going to foster, you know? Yeah, totally. Th that always reminds me of, uh, Aristotle's model of persuasion, which I'm sure you're mm -hmm. familiar with, but it's yep. like, you know, clinicians, they've got logos down <laughs> pat, like they, right. they've got all the logos <laughs> in the world and ethos, like they have a, mm -hmm. a big higher mission, the why that they're going for. So the logos, they have all, you know, everybody's got their letters after their names and yep. respect because you did the work like that is right. the foundation you know you do right. need that if you don't have that then the persuasion drops out pretty quickly and right. then ethos like this is a very heart-driven caring industry Perfection. generally so yeah. we have that but we don't always have um pathos which is like mm -hmm. the human like the humanity of it all and um and other industries struggle with this too um but yeah, like, I think it's because we were taught not to like in school. Exactly. We're literally we're taught not to. And I'm like, I think it's because we have textbooks that are decades old now and maybe we need to update them. You know, <laughs> someone needs to have a discussion somewhere because this ain't working, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Like the more we can, if you look at their websites and things it's like, I don't know, <laughs> even if you're a human, you know, right, I'm sure right. you are, but I don't know. Right. <laughs> I, so it's funny to... because I tell even like my clinicians that work in practice, I, I hire them all like this. It's all over Zoom. Some of them I don't meet in person. Some of them I'm fortunate because I host like events so that we can meet up. But sometimes I, you know, I never do. But an example I always give is I'm not like the Wizard of Oz on the other side of this like random screen. I'm like, I'm here as your employer. And like, if you have questions in a training that I gave you, I didn't answer. I didn't do my job. So I want you to know, like, I'm a human on the, the other side, right? Like, connect with me, ask me things, because that's literally what my role is. I, I can't just be this random figure that you never connect with, you know? And I think it's it's just bringing the human side into every aspect of the work that we do. You yeah. Know? 
Yeah. There's a side of that, which I think you've done extremely well as I was doing my homework. Um, <laughs> it looks like you've invested in some like fairly high end photo shoots, you know, and you've oh, like, yeah. done a, a number of those. Like there's a few different looks out there, actually a variety of looks that I can mm -hmm. tell, okay, this isn't all from the same shoot. And yeah. there's something great about that. Um, and I think something that speaks to just how we're wired online when we're looking for validation. Mm -hmm. um, I read a story yesterday about this guy who is running, I think it's a multi-million dollar business. His, okay. his only employee is his mom and it's wooden sunglasses. So oh. he had a partner in China and I guess in this, in, in this one area of China, like trends hit really early there. And one okay. of them was yeah. wooden sunglasses. And he said, oh, these aren't in the States yet. So he brought the concept and the manufacturing and everything. And then what he did is he, he approached like one of Kardashian, one of Kim Kardashian's yeah. photographers or something that was going to charge $150,000. And he got it down to $25,000 for a, oh a photo shoot of his product. And it just, there's a difference. So you know, yeah. so as much as like we can throw things online uh, on social media, sometimes it, it, it seems like there's also that other aspect which speaks to quality or something like why? Yeah. Why did you invest in those? I guess is the question. What What were you hoping to get out of it? So I think a big piece and you're right. A lot of it is different. Um, it's different locations and different styles. I think it's because my work, as I like rambled on about, I do so many different things and I wanted to like kind of showcase that. I also think that there's a piece to, you know, having a business and having a practice. One thing I always say is like, you have to have a website. The first thing that people are doing is they're Googling you. And if your website isn't showing up, oh, we got some things going on. Sure. There's a ton of like other directories that you can be listed on, but like there needs to be some credibility of you owning your own business. You should have a website. Right. So I knew that the businesses that I have, I didn't want to just use stock photos. I wanted to use me and this, my room is in construction mode right now, but there's also a piece to like, there needs some, to be some professionalism with this. So if I'm going to hire, you know, I work with businesses. Um, like a, another thing that I do is I work with businesses and I do um, corporate wellness. So different businesses contract me to do group corporate wellness. If that company is going to reach out, they're, they're going to look at the person who invested in themselves and their business to get professional shoot to look professional versus if I'm just taking the iPhone selfies, you know? So there's a piece to making sure that there's this clean professionalism because that shows more so than if I just were to like do a video or have a conversation here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They, the, the same things exist. And mm -hmm. uh, somebody told me that interesting idea I want, I want to know what you think about this um we were talking about ai we were prepping for mm -hmm. this ai debate that we're having yeah. and he said you know when a new technology comes out it typically sunsets some other kind of technology that's no longer yeah. as relevant mm -hmm. but he said it also typically uh, brings back from the dead an old technology or an oh. old way of doing things almost as a counterbalance or a counter lever to the new technology coming on huh. the scene, which I thought was such a fascinating idea. Yeah. To think about. Yeah. Yeah. I was tripping out about it. So, 
um so i my mind went like well, you know ai like it can it can type for you yeah so i looked up how 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 much do we type a day well it's three hours per person per day and oh i would my hate God, that's so much yeah i would hate to do the math whether that's like texting or work or whatever it's so oh, many hours oh, a day times oh. all the people in the world you know, it's like, wow, we're going to save so much time just yeah. not typing. Are you using AI for any content creation or, okay, what's oh, that look yes. like for you? Yeah. So I, I, um, even in my membership, that's one thing that I teach members because they don't, it's very interesting, right? The people that have like jumped on the AI bandwagon versus like, I'll never touch it. But I'm like, if we don't learn to use the things that are out there, then we're going to fall so far behind, I feel in the world. So I use, as far as like content, I'll use AI when it comes to like giving me ideas for blogging. I won't pull the entire blog because SEO knows that if it's a blog that's been written by AI or not. Um, but I'll use for like the bones or the structure of that. And then when it comes to like writing captions, sometimes if I need help with that, I'll type in, I have a post about you know, I have a post about my membership. My membership includes X, Y, Z. Give me a brief caption for Instagram that I can use because I want the launch date to be X, Y, Z. I think that's that's the piece too, is that people don't realize that you have to talk to it like you're talking to a person. <laughs> you know, like I think a lot of people miss that part. Um, so I'll use it for something like that. Like if I'm really struggling with a caption or something like that. Yeah. I had it straight up write me a press release that I pitched to a business yeah. journal and it totally worked. Uh, that yeah, changed yeah, my mindset. Exactly. I was like, whoa, it quoted I me. I had a friend, I had a friend who's, um, he recently became a nurse and he's like, I'm not touching AI. I said, just sit with me for a second. I said, I understand. I get it. I get it. I said, sit with me for a second. What's something that you would want to know? And I'm not saying for nurses like to go out and just use AI, but there's like some educational pieces behind it too. I'm like, what's something that might happen that you off, you know, off the bat might not know. And he gave me an example. We typed it in. He's like, wait a second. It can do that. I said, exactly. Yeah. I said, if you don't play around and learn, you're just assuming, you know, that it's going to be this monster thing. I was like, play around with it, learn it before you just say no. Yeah, it yeah. can be a powerful tool. You just have to know how to use it and, and revamp it when you need to for your work. You did have an interesting Freudian slip a bit ago. You were saying bandwagon and you said bad wagon, <laughs> which oh, ba bad wagon. <laughs> you know, I think it, I think we all have that in the back of our head. Like, is this <laughs> is this a wagon to hell it's that still, we're all it's jumping still, on? It's a still scary thing. It's a, yes. some, sometimes what I think about too, and that's why I say when I take it, I don't just use what they give me because sometimes I think about if we had the same thing going on, right? But we both needed a post about mental health and we needed it for Saturday, you know, this weekend and we needed it about self-care. Is it going to give you and I the same thing? And then are we posting the same exact caption, right? So that's what I always tweak my stuff because I don't want it to be exactly the same as someone else. So I put it in a little bit of Andrew language after I've yeah. gotten the bones of it. Yeah. 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 Because we've been, you know, whether we're typing or different things, we've kind of been doing the job of the robot, right? Like right. that's why it's coming to eat the lunch of white collared 
work yeah. is that unfortunately, like we were kind of thinking our work is very precious, you know, like this, <laughs> this, this LinkedIn post that I'm writing is so <laughs> unique and different. And it's like, well, have you ever looked at the views that you get on a LinkedIn post? Like within the first three days, that's probably 99% of your clicks. Where and then yeah. there's definitely a long tail, especially the way you do it, which is so smart. Just, you know, keep doing it, keep doing mm -hmm. the work, putting it out there. There's a critical mass and social proof. Um, but, you know, after three months, nobody is going back and looking at my LinkedIn yeah. posts and I watch the analytics. So, right. um, you know, to free ourselves up to add our own voice to the generated content. I love that idea. Mm -hmm. That seems like a great use of time is to put your voice on something. But I don't know, I've written LinkedIn posts with it and they've done just fine. Just so, I, well, it's, yeah. you know, it's functionally, I don't know how to right. argue and with it. It's knowing where you want to put your time too, right? Like if it's, if that's going to be more helpful for you and it, it gets up, then, then I tell people use it. You just need to know what to say to it to curate what it is that you need from it. Yeah. And even like with LinkedIn, I tell people too, like the marketing, it's very funny because I, I coach a few people on it and they're like, I'm constantly posting like my stuff from me on LinkedIn. I was like, but you have a business and you didn't even put your business on your business like profile, like the piece. I was like, you should have your own page on that. Like, so I restructure that for people. And then I tell them like, be in groups, like repost some of the stuff that you're posting personally or on your business page, get in those groups and just post it. I'm like, people need to see it more and know that you're active. And it's like easy clicks to just do that, you know? Yeah. So it's just getting yourself out there more and getting in those groups and just being okay with like throwing it in there. Throwing it in there. People yeah. need to see it. Yeah. And just testing it, you know, just mm -hmm. test it if you're afraid. There's a Marie Curie quote, like now is that not the time for fear. Now is the time for education, you know, and that was oh, a different world, that. different context. And it's the same thing. Like yeah. if you're afraid of it, the thing you probably need to do is look at it more closely, yeah. give it a name and understand it. That's, you know, that's therapy for us. It's right. Like <laughs> right. The, the things that we're afraid of typically take yeah. a lot of our energy simply by us letting them Thoughts. drive fear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Right. right. Just their thoughts and, and the overthinking that we spend and we spend so much time. When I tell that to people all the time, I'm like, you thought about this post for a week. You know how many people could have signed up for something in a week, <laughs> in a week. I'm like, just put it out there. And I, I always tell people, if you feel that you have nothing to post, if you have nothing to post at all, post a picture of your coffee cup and ask people, take a poll. Is it a coffee or tea type of day? Just get engagement. You are a human. You're allowed to drink coffee or tea, just get engagement, right? You, it's about engaging the humans and starting conversations and you never know what other content they're gonna look for from you. Allow yourself to be human before anything else. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's it. And, and that may just be the starting point uh, or just get over the roadblock. Um, mm -hmm. There's a, I love to write and there's a great book called The Artist's Way by Julia oh, Cameron. Okay. Uh, it's possible. I mentioned it last call because yeah, you might have. <laughs> I talk about it all the time. Um, but one thing Julia says to do is like a ride, a, a daily exercise, daily pages is what she calls it. Mm -hmm. And you just, you just get out of bed, get your coffee or whatever, get into your writing space and you just start writing the absolute trash garbage that comes yep. out of your brain. And, and that's what it is for me. It's this stream of consciousness bizarro un like disconnected ideas and sometimes to your coffee cup idea which made me think of it 
I just write. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm writing. I don't know why I'm writing. I don't know why I'm writing. And you just write that. And then over time, like that clears out and you get in, well, I get into this space of flow where you give your brain the space to actually share what it needs to say. And it's a beautiful thing some days, most days, because it's like anything else. It's like, um, it's like clearing your throat or anything else that creates flow of water or air. Um, it's, it's flow of thought that lets me get into my day. I love that you said that because that's what I tell my clients all the time. When I tell them, I have to pull this out now because just because you're saying it. So I have, I know like the listeners can't see, but I created a book. It's called the brain dump spot. Oh my gosh. So that people, I'll show you like a clear page, but it's so people could just like throw their thoughts out and then organize it into four quadrants of their life, whatever they want to name them. So I created that. And specifically, so people literally, just like you said, throw thoughts. And if you don't know what they are, I don't know what to write. It's, I swear to you, Steve, it's what I tell my clients all the time. Literally oh put that on paper. Gosh. If you That's don't know, just put it on paper. Like just say, I don't know what to write. And I said, I tell them all the time, I'm like, you can blame me in your little thing. I don't know what to write. Andrea told me I'm supposed to, but I don't know why I'm here. I said, I promise you the thoughts will flow. Because what happens is when your brain, when you're not putting it anywhere else, it's staying in here. And then it's all mumble jumble all up. And that's what gets us to be overwhelmed and to overthink. So just that's throwing right. it out. I love that you do that. I love that you have that book. The brain. I would love to buy one of those and promote yeah, it at the conference. I'm all about it. Um, yeah, in dream interpretation, a lot of times mm-hmm. the the head is the house, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, so it's akin to for me taking out the trash. Like, yeah, you know, overnight, whatever happens, like you wake up, your my head is filled with just garbage that needs to get out of the house in order yep. to have a productive, organized life. And and there's it's not it's not negative or judgmental garbage. It's just simply that's the way the world operates is that any machine that you can point to creates waste, you know, right. Um, right. Cars have exhaust, et cetera. Um, so it's the same with us as, as like one of the most beautiful machines is the mind that we hardly even understand, but it does the same thing and we have to just clear it out in different ways. A thousand percent, a thousand percent. And that's why I, I'm, I tell all of my, I tell all my clients, like, it's not, you know, both, both my therapy clients and those I coach for even social media, I'm like, just throw your ideas somewhere. And I say, listen, if you don't like to write, I get it. We have phones, they have recording apps, just throw your thoughts into the recording, get it out. It needs to be out of here somewhere else. I don't care if you delete the voice recording, if you rip up, whatever it is, it just needs to get out of your mind. I say it all the time. So I love that you said that. I love that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. Um, It's been a delight to talk with you. I know uh, people won't know this, but you're like working beyond business hours to make this happen. So I (laughs) I appreciate that on a Friday. I enjoy talking to you. It's been fun. It's It's been been a lot of fun. Um, Last question is um, tell us like uh, a bit of content or a book or a record or album or something, some kind of content, a podcast that you've listened to or that's on your radar. Hmm. Book, content. Or song. Hmm. I guess because of my wedding is on my mind. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. So I'll go with that. I'll go like super corny. 
I'm telling you, I rarely ever talk personal on um, podcasts, but I think it's, we've been doing so much for the wedding. It's really at the forefront of my mind. Um, this is so, a very human example of living with authenticity right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this isn't our wedding song, but I'll, I'll share it. Um, Love on the Weekend by John Mayer. I've been playing that over and over again. Uh, it's not our nice. wedding song. It was one that we were thinking about, um, but Love on the Weekend by John Mayer. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to go pull so it up much. on Spotify after this. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah. He's amazing. He, uh, oh, just to wrap, there's a, there's a clip of an interview with him about, oh man, I'm going to share it in the, yeah. I'm going to share it in the, uh, in the notes of the show because okay. he's talking with somebody and I forget who he's talking with. But he has a guitar in his hand and it's an interview style. And he says, yes, I, you know, I'm just kind of riffing with the guitar and mm -hmm. playing different chords and, and different licks and things. And then he says, but what I have to do is, is say like, just absolutely start saying words and, mm -hmm. and saying whatever kind of comes to mind, like, I'm just doing this right. thing right now. And that's like, and he <laughs> has to put it out as the way to allow the gates to open for his mind to write such amazing and he's songs. And he's a very talented artist. So there's, there's something to that. He's such a talented artist. Oh my I gosh. It's artist yeah. and a guitarist, which is also a form of his art, but it's just on another level. Uh, he's incredible. But yeah, that's, that kind of like, puts a bow on everything we're talking about here, which is like, you just have to let it, let it go. You know, we can't be clinging mm -hmm. to what we think we, our standard necessarily should right. be for our content and all that. Just get it out there and then see what happens. Thousand percent, a thousand cool. percent. So I hope the listeners do that. Totally. Well, Andrea, thank you for being on the show. It's been, it's been a mm -hmm. really fun conversation. It's flown by here the past 40 minutes, but yeah. I'd love to have you on again and maybe have you on with Gabrielle next time. And I would we'll just, love that. Would yes. Love it. Yeah. Thank really, you so much for having really me. Intense. Always great speaking to you. I can't wait to see you. I'm very excited. I can't wait to see you too. And it's just a few <laughs> weeks away, but uh, thanks again and have a good weekend. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye-bye. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.